This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Good evening. Uh, welcome to the Bo- Celtic Rumours TV, the Boz and Bovril podcast, episode 131. Uh, I'm Mark, it's just me, Paul, still on holiday, so it's just me, Mark, and Terence is there. Terence, you there, bud? I am indeed, Mark, good evening. Thanks for coming on again, Terence. Uh, just a few shout-outs to some of the lads in the forum. Uh, we've got Richie, Richie's having a bit of a tough time, you know, so get well soon, Richie, and same to you, David. David, 86, I met David at the Blackburn game last year, David, he's a nice guy, and just at a heart quadruple heart bypass thing, you know, or something like that. It's turns a bit of a heavy operation. Yes. Uh, uh-huh. Tim, old Tim Alloy, Buzz, Glasgow Green. Just a few shout-outs to his lads on the forum. Who have we got in the live chat? Big Jabber. Evening Jabber. Bobby, nice to see you again, Bobby. Brian, thanks very much for coming in again. Brian, I appreciate all the support you gives me. It really goes, it helps us out a lot. Their drop bags in as well. Evening. Uh, what was it for going we'll just we'll just be talking about like which the start the start of a new season. That's us. We're Celtic is back for a new for a new season. I hope everybody's looking forward to it. We'll touch on certain. Well, the media seems to think there's a bit of a split in the support, but I think they're going to get a bit of a surprise. The more once Celtic Park's open, all the fans are back in there. We'll cut a bit what's happening. What we think should be happening with transfers, and if you've got any what what chat about just let us know put it in the live chat and if you want to come on I'll put it in the link and you can come on and if you're saying about anything you want to say about Celtic uh, we're up but it's 713 14 subs sir. again thanks very much for everybody that subs stays everybody that listens to his live on YouTube or listens to his back on YouTube on Spotify or the podcasting platforms we really appreciate all the listens and likes and stuff like that and on here on YouTube if you know how Hit the like button and leave a comment if you know how to. Thanks very much. So, you're looking forward to a new season, Ter? Yeah, yeah, very, very exciting times ahead, Mark. I mean, it, it doesn't seem that long ago we were, you know, celebrating the travel and the cup and then obviously the fallout after that and everything that happened. But, yeah, look, I mean, I mean, you look at reports and... I don't know. You, you, it would make you think that Celtic are in crisis at times. With some of the, a lot of it, I think, is to try and build up the other side as opposed to Celtic. Because as we had a conversation the other day on the phone, I mean, realistically, who they lost, Jota. That that's really it. You know, I mean, Aaron uh, Moy is retired. You know, is that is that that's when you consider what we've got in in that position? Really, that's not any great loss. You know what uh, I mean? I said that to you the other day. I, don't, I mean, Moy done well for us. He done. I mean, he done a hell of a lot better than I expect him to do for us. He had some cracking games for us and stuff like that. But I wouldn't say losing Aaron Moy's weakened weakened us to any kind of great effect terms. I really wouldn't. Do you know what I? But 
again, we've, we've strengthened. I mean, we've, we've brought in many players, is it, so far we've brought in? We've brought in five. We've brought in six. If, if, you, if you consider Aoki... Uh, or or Iwana, sorry, to sign permanently. Aye. They've brought in Marco Tilloy. They, then they brought in Rocky for centre-back. They brought in Thiago Holm in the midfield. And they brought in Yang and K1. Kwon. yeah. So they brought in, there was one, two, three. There's three midfielders, four probably Tillman, or not Tillman, but Tillo, I don't know what position he's in. He's a midfielder kind of forward. He could be winger, whatever. But you certainly brought in four, maybe four or five fellas for midfield. Awata for me, I'll be honest, Mark, I, I, it beggars belief how they think anyone thinks that he's a defender. I've said it before on this and I say it again. I know some, everyone has their own opinion and that's fine, but he's not a relation of a defender. I mean, the, even the goal the other night, like a normal defender heads that ball. You know they don't uh, they don't I, go with it they, they don't go with it third of a right leg. It's just I just I don't I, I think he's I think he's solid defensive midfielder and he's he's good qualities for midfield. When he played there last season, he looked he looked a good tidy player. But anytime he's been in defence, he's looked dreadful. And Celtic will concede goals if he plays in defence. I definitely I'd agree with that. I really would. But are we going to play with him in a, in a defensive role? I don't I don't think so when it comes to the bigger games. Evening, you, Dave. Thanks very much for joining us. Let us know if they that can, sounds they any better. Back. They can't, they can't, Mark. They can't play with him. Like, like, like I mean, Ralston came on the second half and he had a fine game. Ralston's, you know what you're going to get with Ralston. He's, he, he's going to give it all. Yeah, people might say he's limited in certain things. But would I rather him there or Awata there? It would be him all day long. I mean, if you, you know, push him to shove, if you can remember back to him. So oh, it's had it. Back. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Well, he looked solid. I mean, so I'm. Um, he's got two goals. I so, some actually said that uh, that Hatati actually was more a right back when he played in Japan, but maybe one of chat knows more than me. But yeah, I, I heard that, that as well. Like, I, it was one of the kind of positions he played quite a lot. Evening, Campsy, bud. Nice to see you again, mate, Jerry. Thanks for coming in, bud. But but even Mark, what's the problem if, for argument's sake, if Celtic had a a, a mini crisis at? One of the fullback positions. We'll say right back for argument's sake in this in this discussion. What's the problem with going three at the back? Do you know why? Why? Why play? Why play? I'm not a great fan of that, but Terence, sorry, I've been we probably get away with the more or something like that. But I wouldn't fancy that being. I really wouldn't fancy that being well, kind of long term plan playing three at the back. I've never been a great fan. I think it exposes you to people that play with quick wingers or that. I get that, but my, my argument would be would you I would I rather play with three at the back or a wad at right back? I you know for me I think you'd be more solid with three at the back than a wad at playing at right back. I, I like I think he's I I think I think he's just he's he's not I know people have said he's played centre back and all this back in Japan and all that, but like He's just—he's—he's not, he's just not for me a defender. I'm not—I'm not saying to play three at the back all the time, but I'm just saying if it was—if it was push comes to shove and it was we're going to play a wide at right back or we'll play a three at the back, and even if it's two holding midfielders in front of him, I'd be—I'd be much more comfortable doing that. Aye. I really would. I definitely—he's yeah. not—he's definitely, no, definitely no, that no out and out defender. No, no way. No, no. And I will say one thing, but again, terms. And I get maybe it's just a the kind of the work ethic we see for the Japanese guys and that, but it, it did it, it still worked his socks off. 
Oh, listen, there'd be no, there'd be no question about commitment and stuff like that. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't question any of their commitment or their work rate or anything like that, Mark. But like, like it's just some of the stuff. Like that goal is a bread and butter one. A defender, Anthony Ralston, heads that ball, or he, or 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 Greg Taylor heads the ball. They don't, they don't, they don't try and or that's that's Carter Vickers in that position or Starfield that their heads been met in that ball. Like he was waiting for the ball to come down. And then he just stuck a foot up at it and he had no idea where it was gone. And then, look, it's a brilliant finish by the the, 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 the Bilbao guy. Don't, don't question about it. But that's 30 seconds or after Celtic have scored. They level it. You know, that's, you. I, I don't know, like, if I put it like this, if, if Ralston defended like that, he'd be getting hammered. Oh, aye, definitely. But do you know how yeah, Brian Senior about he played a lot of right back of necessity, which that's fair enough. I mean, Ralston just coming back for injury as well, but was that enough the other night to gear out, get Ralph in a starting spot no more, or do you reckon? Evening, Martin, thanks very much for coming in, mate. Nice to see oh, you. I 100%, because even if you listen to Roger's comments, it was he was raving the team that played the second half. I think Ralston will, will start tomorrow, I really do. I do too. I, 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 can't see how, I can't see how he won't, Mark. I, I like Iwata as a player, his work rate and everything else, but I like him as a defensive Midfielder, not a, not as a defender. Whether he was centre back or right back, to me he's too exposed. And I I'd rather go with okay. I understand the three at the back thing, but I'd rather go with what you said. Now we have a look to appear to have a lot of good quality midfielders. Yeah, I know it's you're sacrificing one of the better ones, but you could put a, a Hatati at right back if required for two or three games. Aye. If you were if you were desperately stuck with with Johnson and Ralston, now you could put him at right back, and you know what you'd get with him because you have, as I said, you have. I thought your man Yang the other night when he came on the second half looked really good. Your man that Tiago Hot that Tiago Holmfella, the Norwegian guy, he aye, looked I excellent. He looked, aye, I thought he looked good. Aye, I really did. I mean, a lot yeah. of people I've seen to you in the phone terms. A lot of people seem to think that he's like a, a home guy. He's been brought in as for a like a squad player or that I, I think he's no he's, chance he's, no he's pushing for a starting berth every week I think oh I fully agree Mark but he's playing like he's the, the guy who's playing first team football in, in Norway there right. isn't going to be a huge amount of difference between the Scottish League and the, and the, the Norwegian League do you know what I mean if anything you might, could argue yeah, they could be a bit higher I, I think the, the actual overall the overall quality of the league would be better than the Scottish League with us, I would say, yeah, as in small, but I think every, I mean, every, the overall quality in that Norwegian league would be better than the rest of the Scottish league. I really do. Maybe yeah. Aberdeen or that would win the odd game against them, but you know what I mean. Overall, oh, yes, they're, yeah, they're, they're lower, they're lower league level teams with pump Urd, Livingstones, and likes of them. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, and they like this, that lad was that lad was starting every single week. Like, so he's not coming over to as I said to you the other night to be going playing in the in the Celtic B in the Lowland League. He's coming over to 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 be in a sense the way football is now in the squad. Like, if if for argument's sake, they can now say, well, we don't want Callum sitting in that role, or if Callum's going to sit there, he might be a little bit further forward. We can we can sit him here because he looked he looked like a guy who had tons of time in the ball the other night. And Bilbao, like to their credit, they came to play, they came to press, they came to to put pressure on Celtic, and they did. But he looked really, really good in the second half. He looked like a good quality guy that had he found space. He he didn't try anything silly. He he was good, quick, accurate passing. Aye. 
and he co- he covered the defense. He he went oh you over and back like for a guy at twenty. He looked he looked very accomplished in what he was doing now. Aye, he was quite, aye, a bit like a bit mature, mature than his age would let you think. Do you know what I mean? You think like you're saying twenty year old. You're thinking be a bit rough around the edges, but he looked really really composed in the ball, didn't he? He did. He looked. He looked. He looked very, very, compo- very composed in the ball, and and that has to be. And as I said, Yaman Yang, they led the other Korean lad that came on the second half. He looked. He looked really solid as well. You know, I know the other the guy in the first half. I, I'm not sure right pronunciation is it Kyung. He kind of struggled oh. a bit, but but look, it's early doors for him. But he, you know, they're obviously trying to impress as well. But I definitely thought the the other guy Yang in the second half. He looked. He looked really, really good. To be fair, you know, again, like that's there. There are two, there are two options. Those two guys on top of Turnbull looked excellent. Uh, O'Reilly uh, looks super. Looks rejuvenated, didn't he? Turnbull really looks. Up. I said that on the forum. I think it was on that earlier on the Discord. I said to somebody that I think O'Reilly and uh, Turnbull seem to have kind of had a new kind of lease of life under Rogers and seem to be kind of really buying into what he's trying to get them to do. But but they've he's turned the car they've turned the corner on that side of it they've, they've like they've got a different lease of life a bad as we 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 talked about this as well a bad as another guy complete looks a completely different player because obviously there's been a an arm around the shoulder and the chat had to him and the same with the two the two boys O'Reilly you know O'Reilly as well and they they just look they just looked O'Reilly and Turnbull just looked they looked really really good and all of a sudden you're looking at it going okay now you've got a tad McGregor O'Reilly Turnbull. Yang, uh, Holm, all midfielders, all in the middle. Do you know? I, I, if I've, if I've let anyone out, apologies. But just you know, there's five, there's probably six guys that you're talking about already just for the middle in the park. Like that's and and you would you have a problem with any of them starting? No, you wouldn't. And should there be more of a reason, maybe that you could say, okay, Callum, you don't have to play this week against. Uh, say, say Mirren at home if if you know what I mean or whatever, something like that. You know, so I, I don't. I think McGregor's a type that he, he wants to play every week. Though he's quite entitled today. He's the captain and stuff oh, yeah. like that. I mean, yeah, imagine turning around and telling like, guys like Scott Browner, Roy Keane, or something like that. We're, we're just resting you. Do you know what I mean? That kind of way. They're well, I, I mean, I mean, maybe there. if there's a if there's a big Champions League game on on the, on the Tuesday night and they were at home to St Mirren or something, you'd be saying, you know what, Callum. Not going to start in this game. Might sit you on the bench if there's if for some strange reason we're 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 struggling with after 50, 50, 55 minutes and we can't get a result. I might put you on, but realistically, I don't want to play it all tonight. I want to keep you for Tuesday night. I wouldn't. Those kind of things, I could, I would fully understand uh, if I, I, if they I, have I, the other I, I, chicken I, I, for that. Just you know, Sell had that he'd been pish poor all pre-season. Take him off and we're playing a lot better. I've seen a few people have been saying that that is. You know, going on about how he's looked on the pitch and stuff like that, but I, I mean, I don't, I've got no doubt in my mind that Hattati's been offered a new deal. I mean, I really do. He must have been offered a new deal. We've been the, the contract deals for Kyogo, Maida, and Callum, and that were getting done. And uh, until the window closes, I'm no confident that Hattati's going to be here come the, by the time the window shuts. I think there's, I don't know if he's want, if he's forcing the hand to get a move, but I just, I don't think he's. I don't, I think he kind of he's been turned with money for something like that. I really do. Yeah, well, look at the the whole the whole um, Saudi thing, Mark. Is you know it's going to turn a lot of people's heads when you see the when you see the, the there's players 
in all leagues, leaving left, right and centre for astronomical money. And you look, you can't blame any player for it. But they're they're all they're all going left, right, and centre. Like I mean, I mean, we're we're. I'm, I'm assuming that's probably because I, I know Hatati was linked to a move out there. But I mean, where else would Hatati? Would people think that Hatati might go? I know that people will automatically say Spurs, but would would he start for Spurs? I I don't know. I I like him. He's a very very good player. But you know, would 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 a Spurs fan be happy if they went for uh, the Japanese player playing with Celtic? Because the argument would be, I should, he's coming from Celtic, blah, 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 and all the rest uh, of it. Do you, know, do you know the usual ignorance that comes with it? Like, but so I mean, gone through what, what he said in the said himself, it's just, it's, I don't think he's a type of, I mean, got to me, these guys are coming from like, like, like Asian places. Like, so for them, the English league isn't the be all and end all for them. The German league or the Italian league get the same kind of prestige for them. It's not, all, it's not all just about the money. Do you know what I mean? He's come out and said that. He wants to play in the big, like the big five, the big five leagues. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if for teams in Germany and that sniffing about the likes of Hatati. Yeah, but again, you'd be you'd be gutted to see him go. But at the same time, if he was, if he wasn't, if he wasn't fully, I don't mean committed, but fully, fully into what Rodgers is doing, because we have to understand the change of manager. Could have a huge mindset on 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 some on Hitade's mindset if with the Spurs manager leaving or going to Spurs, I should say. But like you you know, I mean, if he if he's not fully in on it, and someone does come along and say, "Well, we want him," and he's kind of saying, "Look, I'd like to go," and yeah, we'll give us twenty five million or whatever. Right. Oh, you know, right. thanks thanks very much. You know, I mean, thanks. For, you've been a great player, but if you don't need to be, if you don't want to be here, then you know, move on, and we'll get guys that do want to be here, like. Aye, spot on. Aye, there, David, David Stalker said, how many more do we actually need? I'll be honest, I said this to Terence, I said it to Mikey and that as well. See if we didn't lose anybody else, as long as we can get a goalkeeper in, a good goalkeeper, I'd be, happy, I'd be happy to go with what we've got. People are saying, oh, we need a left back, we need this. I'd, I'd be quite happy with, with the squad. Obviously, I'd like to get rid of some of the players that are just hanging about, and obviously I would like us to improve it, but if we didn't, and if we just get a new keeper in, I would be happy with the squad. I wouldn't be happy with that, the, the business Celtic's done, but I'd be happy enough for the squad to go go forward for next season. Because for mm. me, the goalkeeper department is the weakest. It's the weakest part of the team. Yeah. No, I, I, the, the, the probably the two that I would say for me would be I'd agree with you, Mark. Goalkeeper, yes, definitely, and I'd probably like to see another striker. Just, just on the basis that. For some reason, Kyogre seems to be coming. I won't say injury prone, but every little tip he gets, he's, there seems to be his shoulders at him, or he's gone over. Now, he's, look, I, I love Kyogre. Don't get me wrong, but I wouldn't like to. I wouldn't like to be in it going two weeks into the season, and then all of a sudden Kyogre's out with a damage his shoulder. He's out for three or four weeks, and it's only all up front. I like O. I think he's. He. I think he's going to be a seriously good player this season. But to be gambling, just have one striker. If he gets injured or something like that, you're really, you know, you're going to be putting yourself under serious pressure. I, for me, I think the keeper and a centre forward, assuming no one else leaves. Obviously, if Starfield does leave, I think we need a centre back. But definitely, assuming everything stays the same, goalkeeper, centre back, centre forward for me. Aye. I mean, I, does, well, Rogers came out himself and said he sees Maida Mayer as a striker playing through the middle. Is that is that going to be? 
an option. I mean, Rogers himself came out and says there's a reason he plays he plays as the false nine. It's like through the middle for Japan. You see, that's yeah, where I, I, I like to see him playing, which I thought but was about about maybe it's weird. Yeah, maybe he does. Maybe he does, Mark. Maybe he does. Maybe he likes the way he, rather than him being on a say a fragment like the left wing where he might be slightly tied down in the in the center, in the central role. He maybe he feels he 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 you know he presses presses the keepers more, presses the defenders a lot more, gives him a bit more time to go left and right, so to speak. You know, maybe he maybe he sees it, but I think tomorrow you'll get a we'll get a real indicator of what way he's going to set up with the, you know the. Uh, whatever he's going to do, set up four, two, three ones, or four, you know, whatever, whatever system he's going to set up with, and I think you'll get a good indicator of, of um, of what way he's going to play. But for me, I think also Mark, which is something is good, is going to be good to see. Is I think there's going to be good strength and depth in the bench, which is something huge again. You know, at times Celtic always didn't have that, but just naming the, a couple of the players that we named there, like, like. The, the realistic, you could realistically have your man Rocky, Holm, Yang, and that uh, Kion, Kian, all on the bench tomorrow. Aye. You know, and of, th- of the, th- the three of the four of them that I've seen playing, I've been very impressed with. And you wouldn't have any problem with any of them coming on. You know what I mean? And there's a, li- there's a likelihood that on top of that, you're, you, you could be starting with McGregor. Hitate and O'Reilly. What are you going for? What's your starting 11 for the more while we're talking about it? Well, obviously, Hartle starting goals. I think, obviously, I think he'll play Taylor Taylor at left. I think he's going to stay, still stick with Vickers and Starfelt and Ralston. And uh, I, I think you're going to have... I think he's going to have... Uh, the three boys I just mentioned, Hitate, O'Reilly... And McGregor in midfield. I think he's going to have a bad on one wing. I think he's going to have Maeda on the other wing. And I think he's going to have O up front. Think you'll go with O up front there in Kyogo? I do. I do. I do. That would be a big shoot for him. I mean, I've said it, but I, I, I think O, I've said it as soon as we signed him, well, as soon as Rodgers came back, I said that I think O could really sparkle under Rodgers. He just seems to be his type of striker for I mean, we saw we we done barely how we get the best out of done barely how we get like Edward. You know, what I mean, I just see you as that type of player. Do you mm. know what I mean? I do. I think he'll really kick on under Rodgers. His link up play. I think Kyogo will start tomorrow. Yeah, I I I, I do think he's going to start all tomorrow, but because I, I think the second half in particular against uh, Atletico Bilbao, his link up play and everything else was fantastic. Like, I'm, like I. I look. I, that's the team I think he'd start with, in my, in my opinion. I do think he'll start with. I do think he'll start with all. But like if, if Kyogo starts, I won't. I won't be surprised either. But I, I can't see there being a huge amount of changes from the teams that 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 finished. The only possibility is that Rocky guy coming in. If in a sense Starfield's mindset isn't right, if there's stuff going on behind the scenes with Starfield possibly moving or wanting another, he may he may start that. That rocky lad, because is he predominantly left, left, left-footed centre back? I think so. So that that that's a huge that's a, that's a huge carrot and his, you know, feather in his hat, so to speak. That you know, we, they've had Starfield on the right there. I think that he was. I think he was he was brought in for Starfield's replacement. 
I said that at the time. Celtic's not going to go out and spend that kind of money on a guy that's going to be sitting at the backup every week. Do you know what I mean? Terms. It's yeah, and then it makes sense, Mark. It makes perfect sense. But like that's the only way I could see maybe Starfield not starting tomorrow if there's listening to reports and stuff. The Starfield is rumored to be linked with Spartak Moscow and. And and all this, and for I've seen something today saying fourteen million and all this kind of stuff. I don't, don't know how accurate any of that is, but if if that's if that's if that's in place, and there's even discussions going on behind the scenes, they may say, look, maybe his his mindset is right to be starting tomorrow. I, I again, I don't know. That's any me well, putting two and two together. If Starfield's leaving, we brought in Rocky, and Starfield leaves, but bring in that. Uh, the, the, the young Dutch guy, bring him in the back up. Ah, yeah, Javier Bayamba, whatever Bayamba is it? You yeah, see? bring him in. It's like kind of their next back up. Well, well, like if you looked at the centre backs, Mark, and 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 it's to be just assumed that Starfield stays. You've got you've got Vickers, Starfield, you've got Rocky. Scales has been absolutely super. In the preseason, he's really, he's really, he's really come good. And as we, I said, to you, we were talking the other night. His loan time in Aberdeen has, has definitely come good for him. So you've got there, there, your four. I think if if the Italians come in for Welsh, I think you have to consider consider letting him go. And I'll be honest, Welsh would be ahead of that Kobayashi for me because I I I think he's really struggled. I really do think he struggled badly. Maybe I, the problem is. Go send you're him no, on you're, no want to write, you're no want to write the guy off totally in that because he's only a young guy in a new country stuff you want him to settle in but I mean really any time we've seen him playing he's just he's no showed much at all isn't he Kobayashi no and, that, and that's it I'm, I'm, listen I'm, I'd rather be on here praising the guy than criticising the guy but but from, from me Mark like Scotland's a very physical league very demanding league in that side of it like in, in, a, in a lot of games where he's played and like he he he's, he hasn't stood out, and I mean I'm talking about games at home in Parkhead, like against against Lourdes, yeah, against Rangers and against Hearts, he was he was he was pretty poor, boring and awful, if I'm to be honest. And you know what I mean? Even the the uh, John Souter goal, he just literally just bullied him off the ball. Like that wouldn't have happened uh, if it was Carter Vickers, you know. And even at home, even at home, when he played, this man, he he destroyed himself in a water. Like he just destroyed him. Like. So I, I I don't know um, I I would certainly be fearful if I was going in a game with him as centre back that that would be just that would be my opinion and rather I, if, on the six guys we have he'd be number six on my list. I think I think we've, I think we've found one of Paul's burner accounts is you deep he's getting straight tore into Turnbull in the, on the chat there. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, he's getting to, him and Martin's having a few a wee discussion about how poor how poor it. How poor or how good Turnbull is. I, I think Turnbull has got. I think he's got a, a, a lot of skill and a lot of talent, but, but he's no kicked on for he signed for us. I don't know whether it's been a long term thing because he minded that bad injury before he signed for us and stuff like that. But so he's one of the players sometimes. He, 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 he's different class and other times you think this guy can't even kick the ball two foot in front of him in a straight line and stuff like that I don't, I don't know what that is it, is it a, a mental thing about playing for a Celt, playing for a big club like Celtic he, sometimes the nerves get to him or something like that it just he's no thing he's never found any kind of lovely consistency no he he hasn't and, and, and listen I, I I agree with what 
the, the lads might be saying, and they're val- very valid points. But I suppose what I would what I would say is, and I would have been one of Turnbull's biggest critics as well, and I and I, and I agree. But I suppose just if you look at his his performances in in preseason, it, it he he's play he's been playing well. He looks he looks he looks fit. He looks sharp. He he deserves probably he deserves he deserves a goal because I mean if you're the manager and you're looking at that and and a guy's contributing goals, passing well, moving well, doing everything that you're asking him to do, you have to be happy with it. Yes, I I I agree. Turnbull is a, the problem with Turnbull, and we said it here before. Is Turnbull could be a seven and eight this week. He can be a two next week, and that you can't have that in, in the Celtic midfielder. You you need to be a, you need to be a mandatory six out of ten. Mandatory. That's the lowest you need to peak to six. Callum McGregor's regularly seven eight. Continuously, every week, Callum McGregor. You know what you're going to get with him. That that's that's the problem with Turnbull, and then. The problem is you fall out of the side. You may not play for four or five games. You come in, you're you're not necessarily up to speed. But look, listen, a, a new manager like that can change a guy. We all have to remember back to the Martin O'Neill days where Bobby Petter was, you know, non non-existent twelve months before it. Um, Martin O'Neill came in and he was a world beater. Like I'm not, I'm not saying this is going to happen with Turnbull, but I'm just saying sometimes different managers have different ways of getting different out of people. Well, Look at the Spurs manager with with Ralston. With Ralston, you know the with Greg, with Greg Taylor. Greg Taylor, you know the two two guys that if you were saying we were going into a game with Ralston at, at right back and Greg Taylor at left back, you you'd be going before the season starts last season. You'd be going, oh my god, no, you would like. And I I I hand in heart didn't think Greg Taylor was was up to speed. I thought he struggled. I didn't think Ralston would have been good enough. And it, the big joke was he was only given a new contract because they had no other right back at the club. You, you know, I, I, so I, I, it was a kind of joke that probably put a certain percentage of truth in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, so so for for me, me if Tur- Turnbull's obviously showing up and he's doing it, and you know, I, I'd say Turnbull knows himself. I don't have many more chances left. But so I, mean, I don't have many more chances left. He's only got a year left in his contract. So do we? Do we sell him the new for what we can maybe get from him, or do we offer him a new a new contract, or do we do we play him? I, then? I, what if he turns into a, what if he does turn into a world beater? We losing for nothing next summer. Well, I I think Mark myself, I think you'd find, I think a decision on that you'll find would be made before December. I, I do think because I think if Turnbull if Turnbull is starting and he's having a blinder. And he's got. He's coming on, and he's having. He's 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 flying it. They'll offer. They'll offer him the contract. But the other side of it, I would say to you, is where does where does Turnbull get under? Sorry, what? I was going to say to you, where does Turnbull start? Though he doesn't. How can he start no, against I, no. the three boys? And that's the problem. I mean, but if he could, if he could prove he's good enough as a squad player. Because I mean, I don't, I don't think Turnbull's in that great a wage in the bigger picture. Because the wages at Celtic Park and that are so, if he can stay fit and show some kind of form, or maybe, maybe Rogers has gave him six months, prove to me over the next six months, and I'll get you a contract come December. If you prove to me that you, you can, you can do a job for me. Yeah, well, you know, I mean. That, that that's the only thing I can see because if you go to Denmark to go through the lads that we named, was it one, two, three? There's 
three of them are, are central midfielders, all vying for a position that Turnbull is vying for as well. You know, the two Korean lads and that Holm fella, they're all in that similar position. The only way you could see Turnbull, and I can't even see him starting, but the only way you could possibly see him starting is if they change the formation. And, and that's not likely to happen, that they go to a 3-5-1-1 or something, and he's in the number 10 role. I don't think he would be, but that's the only way I could realistically see him doing that, or he's sitting back more midfield and someone else has gone forward. Do, do you know, I, if they play four midfielders, that is a chance in the middle that he's a chance of getting on. But other than that, I can't see him getting on ahead of... He's not going to get on a McGregor. He's not going to get on a Turnbull. He's not, or sorry, O'Reilly, or a Tate. So there, there are three guys that are already in upskilling his way. And you've got right. the new guys that are coming. Uh, you've, so, uh, you've got a new ones that have already come in as well. You know, so it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a hard one to call it. Uh, it might be the end of the line for Turnbull, as you say. But, it's, I mean, it's it's a big decision for him and Celtic to make. I mean, he might, he might find he maybe want to be going somewhere that he wants to play every week. Maybe he, th he thinks that he should be playing for Celtic every week. If he's not going to be playing for us, he'll go and play for some somebody else, which he's quite entitled to do. Do you know what I mean? But... He's never kind of hot. I was, it was a signing that I was quite excited about, especially for being like a young Scottish player. Because you don't yeah. really get many young Scottish players that, it, do you know what I mean? Oh, I'd, I'd like to see him at Celtic. He could do a job for Celtic. There's a few and far between over the last few years. And I was like, I thought Turnbull, again, that injury maybe have messed him up. I don't know. But he just, nah, he's just kind of no, no hot the, the grade or the heights at Celtic at all, really. No, but again, like Mark with Motherwell, I mean, the, the, when you what you saw of him, he was driving forward a lot more. He was, you know, he was more probably he was obviously their main player, their big player, and driving more forward and playing more maybe that attacking midfielder role. That's that's really not what he's been required to do with Celtic. It's been a bit more. And it, to me, it's been a bit more defensively, like you know, because they had a bit more like a number eight kind of box to box role. They were Celtics wanted me to do than be your kind of just calm number 10 kind of role. Like, like, yeah, if you look at like, would you would you take the, take the, uh, the skill level out of it? Because I think obviously this guy is much better. But if you looked at Rogic and you looked at Turnbull, neither of the two of those guys, in my opinion, are good at doing the number eight. Up and down the park, up and down the park, up and down the park. Oh. Rogers or Rogic looked absolutely exhausted, not wrecked after 10 minutes. Turnbull looks wrecked after 10 minutes. I know they're not wrecked, but they have that Damien Duff style, Chris Waddle style look that you think after 10 minutes they're absolutely in tatters because oh. the socks are down on the legs and the whole lot. I know they're not. But like Turnbull played that kind of number 10 role for Motherwell where he probably didn't have to do a huge amount of tracking back when he's kind of technically the star player. In Celtic, he's asked to go, I want you to get up, I want you to get back, I want you to get up, I want you to get back. And he might just not have the legs for it. He, you know, not, not against his ability as a shot. He just doesn't have the engine. Like, I mean, you look at a tad, he could run all day. You look at McGregor, he could run all day. O'Reilly's another guy that you think is is not in the same mold as Rogic and Turnbull, but he do he he doesn't he doesn't strike me as a fella that gets up and down the park like the, like the, the other two lads. No, but I think I, I think like I really you, you see like Turnbull, see if Turnbull <coughs> like could use it. Don't know how to put this without making me sound stupid. See if Turnbull could 
I'm not want to compare them to the likes of Pirlo or stop people like that. Do you know what I mean? But instead of having yeah. that engine, use the body, make the body the work for you kind of thing. I think O'Reilly's more like that type of player. Like He's Patate, the way Patati can ping, pick a pass and stuff like that. I think O'Reilly's kind of... Rick O'Reilly's maybe even watching Hattati and saying, if I can bring Mary that into my game, I can take my game to another kind of level. Yeah, and I, I, I think O'Reilly... Even, evening, William. Thanks very much for coming on again, mate. I don't know if you were there earlier on, but I've just seen that message for you. Thanks very much, bud. I, I think as well, Mark, O'Reilly is a, is a better reader of the game in the sense like he, he has a tendency to... To, to, to put himself in a position where he knows the ball is going to and he's already there sometimes when the ball comes and you know and he's a like the ball at his feet he's he's a, he's a, he's, a, he's an excellent passer O'Reilly I mean the other night I thought he was he was excellent he you know he, he I think he does a little bit more better than that job than Turnbull and what you're saying Mark like he can get himself in a position where he's he doesn't have to make that big 30 yard burst he's already there before the ball gets there or do you, do you know what I mean? He, he reads like, it a lot better. Like, beat on. Like, beat on. Yeah, he was I mean, brilliant I mean, at it. I've, I mean, I don't know many times we spoke about it. Beat on, we're going on about a lot. I know being a right back. Beat on was never in a million years a centre back. But oh, when yeah. That, when he played in that CDM role, he wasn't the quickest, but the way you could read the game, but it, it, gave, it didn't need to be a yard quicker. That his mental reading of the game gave him that yard on, on the opponent. It was a brilliant central... Paul Lambert, Paul Lambert, Neil Lennon, none of them were the quickest, but they could read the game well. Oh yeah, Lennon is your Lennon is your prime example of it. Lennon, Lennon wasn't, and even in his peak of fitness, he wasn't quick. But he knew, but he could he could see the pass, he could see the guy running, he could see the pass yep. going before the pass has gone, and he's he's got himself to that, he's got himself to that that position, to three or four seconds ahead of. Say aye, another aye. guy who would think it like, you know what I mean? And he's already there when the ball comes to break it up. Like, you know, I, I think that's probably something that maybe Turnbull is is slightly lacking. You know what I mean? He he's maybe not, you know, reading the play as quick. And if he if he's not reading it quick enough, he doesn't he doesn't have the 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 engine as you said or the legs to be quick enough. You know what I mean? To sprint there, to get there on time for me. Well, I, I like Turnbull, but I I I can't see where. You're bringing in three midfielders who, like, you could start certainly two of them anyway, from what I've seen. Yeah, Kang fella at the minute, or Kong fella, whatever he's called at the minute, is is a struggle. But, like, he's been brought in with a purpose as well. He's a, he's a holding midfielder as well. So, I mean, if you're looking at that, if you're looking at that list, the term, the, your name, if you're David Turnbull, slowly might go down a little bit further, a little bit further, a little bit further, little bit further you know? I mean, if it, even if, uh, just what we've, what we've seen in pre-season as well. I know, I know Turnbull's kind of showed up well, but you've got to remember about all the actual garbage we have had to watch for him over the last couple of years and that. But it's the wee, see the wee, the Norwegian boy. I mean, he was brilliant. You, him, uh, you, you'd have to give him that wee home, Odin or Tiago home or whatever. It's, it's his name, yeah. Tiago. That's not his real name, isn't it? No, Tiago. He kind of adopted it's, that after Liverpool. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, it is, it is, it is, they kind of, it's his, down is his what, middle name. What did, he, what did he have in the back of his top the other night? It's, it's Holm, H-O-L-M. H-O-L-M, right, right. Yeah. That's where he gets caught. I thought maybe he was going to get called Tiago or that, maybe, which would have been a bit, would have been a bit of a joke if he'd went for it right enough, but yeah. we played the wee guy. So my middle no. name's Roy Keane. Yeah, but, but if you're, <laughs> if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're Rodgers, if you're Rodgers and you're looking at that, that bit of noise, 
like the Turnbull was when he came on was a little bit further forward. A tiny, you know, he was more in the he he because that that lad he sat there, he just sat there and he he mopped up everything, and you you know so like I mean, if if that's his position that the Norwegian lad home, then that means that's not Turnbull's position. So all of a sudden Turnbull is again in the the Hattati or McGregor role, and that's not happening. You know that's just not happening. No, so, no. I, 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 going, I mean, we spoke, we said what the team's going to be in, but we've kind of best picked a 4 3 3. But see, I mean, if he's going to go for a 4 2 3 1, that kind of opens up what we spoke about again. Who's going to play in that cam, that number 10 role, isn't, isn't it? Yeah, it does. It does big time. It does big time. Um, so, like, I mean, I, 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 I would think. I, I would I would probably think would he will he will he put someone do you know would he would he put Hatati further forward? Do you know would he would he put O'Reilly in that position? Do you know he's probably gonna leave McGregor in that pivotal role to to kind of orchestrate everything with the passing and the whole lot. So I I, I think went, that would if he went with a 4-2-3-1, I thought well obviously the defence we've spoken about that kind of writes itself with defence and the goalkeeper yeah. the new, but I think it would be probably McGregor uh, McGregor and O'Reilly playing the two pivots and I think it would be Hattati that would get the kind of attacking midfield role yeah. I think he would go with that maybe even switch it about a bit kind of thing I mean if you think I think about how good I mean I wouldn't fancy it in Europe again but imagine against somebody like your Ross Counties or something like that and you've got McGregor and Hattati both playing the pivot roles just pinging the ball about the park and stuff like that Oh yeah without a doubt like you know I mean I mean that's where the that's where the options from midfield and Front and all that are, are good. It's just, it's just tightening up the back is is what they need now. Like you know what I mean at the minute, tighten up the back for me. Say especially you said the the keeper. I know they're still linked with that. Is it Dominic Live Livakovic? Livakovic. is it? Well, we'll say what Livakovic. Yeah, that Croatian fella. Like he's on fifteen thousand a week at the minute at Dynamo Kiev or Dynamo Zagreb. So it's not as if he's out of Celtics. Like even if you're saying to him it's twenty, you're going to give him twenty, twenty-five grand a week. Do you know? And here, I mean, that's the type. But Celtic should be, you know, in game him, trying to make him. I mean, I've said it all along. See until he signs for some deal, Celtic's got a chance of signing him. It, it looks as if his agent. Uh, it looks as if he's him and his agent having to kind of get the 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 offers that they expected. There was. Teams like Chelsea and Man United were sniffing about for them, but no offers have actually came for any of these kind of so-called big, big teams. And he's only, he's, I mean, his agent spoke to Fenerbahce and have agreed personal terms, but there's not actually been any any kind of push. They're not pushing that yet because they're still looking at other options. And just, I mean, obviously I'm a bit biased, but Celtic could actually turn out to be his better option, his best option. He's getting... But, but he Champions League, Mark. I mean, you know, he's a Champions League team, and people are like, oh, why would they come to Scotland and stuff like that? This guy spent his full life in Croatia. It's not as if he's, it's not as if he's trying to raise a guy away from doing in the pub league or anything like that. And for me, for me, it's a no-brainer. It really is because it's he's at an age. Celtic will get him for a couple of years, a few years. He'll he'll hit the heights and we'll sell him on for a big profit to one of the bigger teams and doing in England and abroad. Or he'll stay at Celtic for a good few years and we've got a good quality, good a, a good enough keeper for a good few years for Celtic. Yeah. 
Uh, but I agree with you, Mark. But I also think that in this instance, I, with the uncertainty of Seagrass, I think Celtic should be pushing the ball out in this and this should be priority number one. And going to the guy and saying, listen, we're willing to offer you this, this and this. Let, we need to know, do you want to come? We need to know in 48 hours or whatever it is, are you willing to come to us? We're giving you Champions League football. We'll give you 25 grand a week. You're going to be coming... Or, you know, obviously Rattles would be like in your head, be challenging for the first team position, for a starting position in goalkeeper. We we really, really want you. And we want you, we have you in, in our heads as being our number one keeper. Watch your, watch your decision. Look, we need to know within 48 hours, 72 hours, whatever it is, we need to know by the end of the week, are you going to come or not? If not, we need to, we need to look elsewhere. Because the problem is that this can drag on and drag on and drag on and drag on and nothing's done. The window closes for argument's sake. Seagrist then decides he's off. Joe Hart gets injured and it's got pains and goals. Uh, and it's a realistic it's a realistic possibility because you said it the other night. You were surprised about Seagrist playing. Because Seagrist has made it very open that he's wants to go off to Australia, which is understandable. He's his missus or partner or whatever is down there and I can understand it. I've no problem with a player doing that. He like he hasn't been he hasn't been, you know, doing behind uh, the curse or hiding it. He's come out very open about it. Like he's not a young man like that. Do you know what I mean? He's not if he's a twenty two year old saying I'm getting up playing for Celtic to go and stay my bird in Australia. He's probably I'll get a club earlier and play and get a few grand in my pocket every week, but that'll be hit kind of thing. He's no He's not throwing anything away, but wanting to Celtic to go stay with his woman. Yeah, and as I said, you know, and I mean, you, you can't blame, you can't blame any any guy for that. That he, he wants to move with his, if, if it's his wife or his partner or whatever, you know. And he's been very clear and honest long before the season finished. I mean, in the last season, there was rumours that he was he was hidden in the summer. So Celtic have been given ample opportunity to to find a. A ready-made replacement. So, uh, like, I, I, I think the, for me, they, they need to, they need to get that one started. And again, as I said, the Starfield one, it depends if, if the Starfield one is. I'd be basically asking the question, Starfield, are you? Do you want to go? And if he does want to go, you know, fair enough. Under that's fine. I, I, I be honest, Mark. I don't see the, the logic of the move to Russia, but that's. If that's the case, I would have thought uh, it was more, more the Spain and Portugal because obviously his his partner's going down to support Lisbon, and that would have been a more sensible. Sure, like Russia are still banned from, to my knowledge, playing in, in the Europe and all that. So it it would make a very strange move to put yourself back in an environment that's under. Well, I know, I know under bad few, times. There was a few lower level public teams sniffing about them in that like a Crystal Palace and stuff like that. But yeah, someone said Fulham as well. I think someone. Uh, I mean, he's obviously got to go to a big, a, like one of the big teams doing in the public and stuff like that. But there'll be, I mean, there'll be, there'll be plenty. If, if Starfield wants, if Starfield wants to Celtic, there'll be plenty of clubs across the continent that will take him. No, I mean, yeah. it's not as if it's not as if it's not as if you're trying to get rid of garbage. Do you know what I mean? You're not trying to offload a player. You're, you're, you're a, a good quality player. I know a lot of Celtic fans still don't like him and had the first few games against them, but for me, Starfield's done well for Celtic if he's been here, right? And it's not as if we're trying to get rid of some dross. We're, we're, it's a player that's not wanting to be here anymore, so he's wanting moved and we're moving him on, so we want top dollar. And I'd be looking, I put it on the forum earlier, I'd, at minimum, I'd be looking for like 10 to 12 million for Starfield. 
Oh, I, that that fourteen million mark would be. I I wouldn't see I wouldn't see an issue with Celtic asking for that. I genuinely wouldn't like. There, do you know no, what I mean? I, I mean, I seen, I seen that earlier on Twitter that somebody put up that was, that was the case. It was what was it sixteen point five million euros or something like that? Yeah, looks like about fourteen million. I'd when, snap when they, I'd snap a hand after them for that. Oh, but yeah, but Celtic are justified in asking for it. As I said, the the not compared like like, but the Aberdeen lad was they're looking for. The, the eight million lad for the was he the forward lad? Is it Yeah, and that's fair enough. They're they're entitled to ask for, but if he's they're asking for eight million for him, Celtic are perfectly entitled to ask for forty million for Starfield. He's a Swedish international. He's won was five five out of six trophies at this time of Celtic. He's never lost. He's never lost a league game with Carter Vickers. Do you know? I mean, you you go through stats. He wins more headers than most people. You know. I mean, if you're if you if you visually look at him, people have a, a an impairment problem with that because, as you said, it's like the first game or two, and that's 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 tarnished the man forever. But if you if you looked up his stats, and Paul was a great man for reading them out when we were here, he wins he wins nearly all his headers. He wins an awful right. lot of challenges. Like he's also a guy playing out of position, and people don't give him credit for that. He's a right a right footed centre back playing on the left side. You know, so I mean. He deserves he deserves an awful lot of credit. Obviously, we'd rather keep him than lose him. But if he is going to go, Celtic need to make sure to get top dollar from. Aye, aye. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And if it is a case pardon me, excuse me, that ginger's pure gassy. <laughs> and if it is a case that Rocky Beanie's replacement, pardon me, Beanie's replacement, that's been a good bit of business. It's been, it's been, it's been. What it has for me, Mark, is it's been, it's been Celtic changing the template since the, the since the change at the top. The way Celtic have done business has changed. If that's, if that's, if that's what they've done, if they brought in that Rocky for the fact that Starfield's leaving, then that's excellent by Celtic. Whereas Celtic of old would have let him go and then spent four or five weeks trying to find a replacement and probably got to go in unknown. Whereas if if that's what they've done with this, they're covering themselves in the event that he does go, and if right. he doesn't go, if he doesn't go, they're still in a power of strength regardless. So it, it, the, the the template that Celtic are working on at the minute, from the top uh, with Mark Lawwell and Michael Nichols and 
everyone else it's it's uh it, it's bang on you know what i mean they're it i know people are looking for a, a marquee signing and maybe maybe that will come or maybe that won't come i don't know but i i i to be honest well repeating the point if they got the keeper in the center forward for me i'd be delighted that that would do me because you could quite comfortably still see Celtic win the league with, with, with the squad they have there. Right. And, I mean, this will get in a storm. Are you worried about anything that's going on out of Ibrox? To be honest, Mark, not really. I mean, for me, I don't know say Celtic need to control the controllables, not the uncontrollables. Whatever whatever noise is going on over there, that, that that's that's fine. And, However many players they're signing, that that's fine. But Celtic were in a position of strength before they did anything, and Celtic, in my opinion, have have strengthened in certain areas. Like the, the midfield is certainly much stronger, and probably a, li- a li- you know, um, yeah. I said, what have they lost? We've lost Jota, who was an excellent player, but could blow up hot and cold. You know, it wasn't as if he was a. We and we had this the other night. He's not as if he was a eight out of ten every week. You know, he had his moments. Yeah, but look, Mark, they're in the same position that Celtic were when this when the Spurs manager came in. You know, and then just because just because they've signed ten players doesn't necessarily mean that they've had a better window than Celtic. It just means Celtic didn't need to sign players. There's a difference, aye, like aye, aye, that's exactly that as well. But I thought the way Callum McGregor did you did you watch it or did you read yeah. about her that tells the way McGregor and what you're saying that's that's what I was going to say as well. Whatever they do for the Celtics, it's irrelevant. If we keep doing what we're doing, there's there's going to be no stopmas. I mean, I don't know much. I don't know much about any of the players that they've actually signed. But I know him that came from America. Sif, is it Sifuent? Is she pronounce it? Yeah. Him, I know. Uh, I've heard of him, and even Mikey, Mikey said to me, I know that he was a right good player. Celtic were linked with him a couple of years back to, and Mikey, are, yeah. said, Mikey said to me, he said he was a good player, but apart from that, it's just, if we keep going with Verdain and flexing our muscle, on, flexing our muscle financially and getting some muscle into our team for on that park, there's not going to be any stopmas, especially for the league. Anything can happen in cup games, we know that, but I, mean, I, I really don't see Celtic having any kind of real threat in the league title next, se- next season terms. I really don't. Yeah. Well, the thing about it, Mark, is that, like, without being disparaging, they can't, Celtic basically can outmuscle them financially. No problem. No problem. Because that guy you're talking about that came in today, he was 1.2 million. And that took. An eternity for them to get aye, over the line. And, it, and if that was Celtic a couple of years ago, we'd all be going bananas that he's only 1.2 million, for God's sake. That will tell you the, the position that they're in. Because they're literally, Mark, they're throwing the kitchen sink at this. Aye. I don't think this is a kind of, I don't know, that, like, like when they tried to went for to stop the 10 in a row. I think yeah. this is a thought of been, I mean, Oh, people are going on about how, they, how can they do all, spend all, all this money when they're on this financial watch list with UEFA and that, but when you compare it to the amount of monies that the likes of your Juventus and that are going into trouble, it's no Rangers are just spending 
season ticket money and maybe a few, there'll be another few confetti loans to keep them going. But see all this talk about them cooking the books and stuff like that's all just nonsense. This is just whatever cash they've got, the new is getting flung at that. Do you know what I mean? You- it's a kind of it's a kind of sticker bus for them, I think, for this season terms a really day. Yeah, but, but people are also making out, Mark, that it's colossal money that's been spent. It's not colossal money that's been no. spent with the greatest respects. From do you know it's not? Like, I mean, that lad is 1.2 million. There's other lads that were coming in. Um, the lad from Feyenoord took a good while to get sorted as well. But but also, like, do you know, you're hearing people that say just oh, it's gonna cost them six million for it might cost them that. But you it's probably gonna be along the lines of two million now. And then uh, the rest over the next 12 months and stuff based. And if we qualify for Champions League, it's going to give you a bit more and this and that. But, that, but see, but we're talking about that, Terrence. It's not, it's not just Rangers that do that. It's everyone does that. Uh, everyone does that. that. I mean, I, I try to help to put this on the forum. Celtic don't pay all their transfer fees up front either. And they don't get them either. Occasionally they do, Terrence, because they announce it to the stock market, the stock exchange and they say, it's like when KT joined Arsenal, they announced it to the stock market that you get that full fee paid paid as a wanner. But which, I mean, for the bigger, which, for the bigger clubs, you can, I suppose. But, aye, but, aye, but see, even that, 25 million for KT, that's not a lot of money to Arsenal. That's what, what I'm saying. Mean? They can, they have aye, it. Aye. But Celtic, it's like these players we've signed, like, what did we pay for the wee, the wee Norwegian guy? About, about two and a half million for wee home. Two and a half million. Yeah. Celtic, Celtic maybe have gave them a million, a million and a half of that already in the next, uh, they'll get another 500,000 next year and then, a, do you know what I mean? That's the way the, the transfer system works. Yeah, and it could be like, like, like anything else, like with players, Mark, there could be a lot of other things behind it going, it's two and a half million subject to that he plays 30 games a season for us or he does X, Y and Z, uh, do you know what I mean? There's a million and a half of it guaranteed and if he plays X amount we'll give you the next million or that or else it's the next million is paid over three years or I don't know whatever the ter- the finer details are but but yeah but like I mean Celtic were Celtic were in a position Mark that they didn't necessarily need they didn't need wholesale changes no because if Rod- Rodgers wanted wholesale changes Rodgers would have came in and done wholesale changes if he, if he came in and it was it was it was it was a uh, panic stations and they needed bodies in he would have. He would have got. He would have said, "I'm coming in, but I want. To, I want to throw money at this. I want, like the time with say this Sinclair and oh, yeah, a, and bit I, of re, a bit of a revolution, a bit of a rebuild. We did, but we didn't yeah. need that. And no, they didn't like it. It's one of the first times in my life, terms that Celtic have been in. I said it to you the other day on the phone. Terms, it's probably the the only time in my life that Celtic have had that kind of that good a squad and it's kind of. The money that we've got behind us, the deals that we've got, the financial sponsorships and stuff like that. Celtic didn't need any great rebuild this summer. They brought in they, a lot of fans had different opinions. I wasn't Keenan Rogers coming back, but he's back, so I'll back him. But we brought in probably a, a world class manager. I, I mean, he could manage two teams in the Premier League. Right, so he must. He, he, he ran a mock with Celtic when he was here before in the pre, in the domestic game. He could do better in Europe. He done well with Leicester in Europe, since so he learned his lesson about going up against these these teams that have got more firepower and maybe needing to tweak his tactics to be a bit more defensive. But 
to bring in Brendan Rodgers to replace Ange with the squad we've got, the money we've got, I honestly don't know how Celtic could be in a better position unless they win the fucking Euro Millions terms. You know what I mean? I really don't. And I fully agree, but I would I would also uh, say the same thing as you're saying there, Mark. But I would go one step further to say that I can't remember any any club that I can remember off the top of my head, and people will surely correct me, that are in a position like Celtic are that in the Champions League won a treble flying where a manager has walked away. And I'm not I'm not saying Celtic, I'm saying whether it's down in the, the Premier League or whether it's over in the likes of Spain or Italy. I can't I can't ever remember a team being in such a good position where a manager's walked away when a team have been in such a high yeah. level. And and then and I, I I agree with you Mark, I've never remembered Celtic. Normally when a manager comes in, you can go back to years whether it's Vim Jansen or even Martin, John, Martin, Martin O'Neill Martin O'Neill after John Barnes he's first yeah Martin O'Neill do you know what I mean Rod, Roger, Rogers came in after, after Ronnie not that he he'd done anything wrong but you know generally generally speaking managers come in to Celtic or like most other clubs when things go pear-shipped and the squad the squad needs a complete road of eight and sure the, the, the prime example is across across the city like he he came in during the season when they got rid of Van Bronckhorst and it was basically like, well, you know, it's kind of, it'll be all right for the rest of the season. Might win something, might not win something. Challenge, didn't, blah, blah, blah. But now they're like, okay, now it starts. Now it's your, your fresh season for you and all the rest. So, like, managers generally come into teams when teams are in the horrors and on, going on the wrong way. Aye. So like, aye, like, this is, like, like Ange going to Spurs, do you know what I mean? Spurs have yeah. struggled for managers for years, do you know. And I, you know, and Rogers, and like you said, like was he from certainly from my knowledge, was he probably the best manager Celtic could get? Probably. Is he the best manager Celtic could get? Probably. And he's an excellent manager. Like I mean, his credentials are, you know, no top drawer, like. You know, and yes, okay, I'd be the same as you. I've said it numerous times. I wasn't happy about him coming back to it because of the way he left. But will I, I'll, will I support Celtic? Will I, will I support him? Will I be jumping around the place that they win leagues and cups? Of course they will. Of course they will. But, like, I mean, he's definitely, as you said, Mark, like, he's he's top-end. He's top-end management. Uh, you know, I mean, he look at his CV, like, you know what I mean? You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of good managers down in the Premier League and that... That have never won a never won a trophy, like. Well, the, but, I mean, Spurs, Spurs spoke to him to try to get me to take a Spurs job, and he wasn't interested. He was he was adamant he was taking time out for the game. You and know, then, and obviously, and I mean, I've I've no want to end up on due, is it Dewey I call it? Not, I don't that's no anti-Semitic saying that Dewey I or that or it, but it's like it. it Cal McGregor said it as well and stuff like that. It seems to have a kind of new kind of bit of fire in his belly and stuff like that, as if he just he's realised that it was maybe ah, he's done what he done. He went to Leicester, he'd a crack at doing it at Leicester, won won the FA Cup with him and stuff like that, but he never thought he's back at Celtic, you know, and he's kind of a, a new kind of grit and determination to try and take Celtic to the next level. Yeah, look, I mean, look, it's, look, I mean he, he, he came out right. He came out with a lot of a lot of drivel on that the first time you see your terms, a lot of what we call up your birthday care pish, you know what I mean? And yeah. I think it, but he's come out with things now that 
he knows that the Celtic fans aren't going to buy the, the birthday care push now, but he's come out with stuff and he says, well, I've got a three-year contract. I've intended to see that out. That he can't, unless Celtic are rid of him, if he comes, if he does, if he comes back and gets back in that word, his, bur- his bridges will be burnt with Celtic for years. For, he'll never be welcome back at Celtic Park, I don't think. Oh, no, I, I agree with you. But I, I'm actually also glad in what you said there, Mark, is, and we had this discussion beforehand. I'm glad he's coming out and he's basically going on about it's Celtic, we need to play a certain way, we need to win. We're here, we need to win games. That's our. That's the priority, we need to win matches, win trophies, that's why I'm here. I'm glad it wasn't any of this, you know, the, sh- the normal waffle of stories that people uh, were coming on about. Uh, like the, 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 the Danny McGrain and the God rest his soul, Tommy Burns and all this other stuff. Because it just makes a mockery of it. I, and I said, I don't want a player, or I don't want a manager, I don't want anyone, just want them to come in and go, my job is to win Matches for Celtic and to win leagues, to win cups, to do as good as I can for Celtic, and that's what I'm here to do, and that's what I'm here to. I'm determined to do. Right. Uh, the rest of me, if I want to listen to the re- if I want to, if I want to listen to all the rest of that stuff, I'll go to one of the plays. You know, aye, aye, one of your kind of, aye, one of your kind of show kind of things that they talk about stuff. Like, yeah, aye. I'll go to, I'll go to the yeah. Bend It Like Party show or something like that, or the Tommy Burns story. Uh, you know, if I want to listen to. People, people talking about Celtic greats like that. I'll, I'll, I'll go to those stories. I'll go and watch those stories of our shows if I want to. But I just want, and then thankfully, I think he's realised. Yeah, I he realises his mistake, but obviously he's never going to admit it. And I, I understand he's not going to admit it because in his eyes it wasn't a mistake. It was what he, what he, at the right time for him. But I'm glad he's come back and he's in a sense that he's gone. This is what I need to do. He hasn't come back to say, looking for, looking for, say sorry or, you know, oh, trying to make up right. to the fans or any of the rest of it. He's come back to say, look, I'm here to do a job. We're in a great, we're in a great position, and I intend to do a job. And I'm, so, I'm delighted to hear that. That's all I wanted to hear. I, I definitely, I totally agree with that. I mean, there's a time and a place for kind of all the kind of stories about how he loves the club and stuff like that, but he'll be judged on what happens in the park and, yeah. as I said, how long he actually stays here for. I mean, I hope, yeah. again, like any Celtic manager turns, I hope they're successful and they're here for... I mean, it was only a year ago to, we were sitting here talking about, well, Angie's pushing 50, 58, 59, let him manage the club for a couple of years and then offer him a director of football role and then they buggered off the first chance he got. Yeah. But oh, listen exactly. If Brendan Rodgers is successful for Celtic, I hope he's here for. I hope he's here for ten in a row. Do you know what I mean? If he's getting his winning trophies year after year, getting his further on in Europe, now I've got no problems whatsoever. we am just managing Celtic as a as a manager should. Forget about the. I'm a Celtic supporter. I'm this. That's right. That's his personal life. His job is to make Celtic successful. Yeah, and a hundred percent. But and but you're dead right, Mark. And what I would say when people say that, you don't hear Callum McGregor gun. I'm a Celtic. I was a Celtic ball boy. I grew up a Celtic boy. I'm always Celtic. A mad player. He doesn't have that after every speech. McGregor's like, no, we have to do. This is what we have to do. We have our mindset's right. We're here to win games. We need to do better. Support our terms. Was he? Was he? Well, 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 McGregor, you, well, he's he's dad in that heavy. He was probably a well, Rangers supporter. Well, he was a wee but was he not a ball boy? Aye, but he's been a Celtic for knee height, a grasshopper. So, good night, Brian. Thanks very much for coming in, bud. See you later, mate. 
But what if, but what if, but what if, he was a big sale, big Ranger supporter, yeah. he was probably a, a Ranger supporter, he was about six or seven. Well, yeah, that's fair enough, but what I'm saying is from, I, from this, he's he's not, I, but see if he came out and came up with stuff like that, but that the Celtic fan, oh, wait a minute, Callum, Mon, we know that your family's, do you know what I mean? So yeah. he knows himself, there's no point in him coming out and saying, oh, I was born a Celtic supporter and sucking my dad's knee and he told me stories about Danny McGrain and that part because you're bullshit yeah. do you know what I mean oh yeah as I said no one no one wants to hear those stories you just want to come in and go I'm here to do a job I'm going to do the best I can for Celtic and we're going to win trophies and everyone get happy days job done because Rogers is walking Rogers is walking in eggshells and he knows he's walking in eggshells Mark because of everything that occurred previous and he knows he knows even though it's not you imagine he's not going to he won't ever say it but he knows I need to get off to a flyer of a start here because if, if Rogers happened to get off to a similar start to the, the Spurs manager, there'd be people looking for his head like because of what went done. I know that sounds a bit maybe far-fetched, but I, I wouldn't put it... I wouldn't well, be surprised uh, if that was the case. Uh, there, would be, there would be definitely a few kind of grumbles and uproar and stuff like that. But see, yeah, all, that, you know? see all this nonsense, by the way, about the Green Brigade protesting against... Roger, I saw a lot of nonsense terms. Don't listen to a word of that, but honest to God. Yeah, I, I saw about it. I just heard bits and pieces, but you were saying to me it was a season ticket thing. Aye. The, 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 club, the club didn't put the tickets on general sale. See, for Scott Brown's testimony, for what I know, the, uh, right, the Green Brigade, and they don't go to these kind of testimonials and that. And for Scott Brown's, they put them up for general sales. That gave just normal people the chance to get in and Go in the standing section and stuff like that. Yeah, but because there were there were people in the standing section. Aye, so there was no protest or the people wouldn't have been there. Do you know what I mean? It was some, but there was just they just didn't sell the tickets to people. So yeah, if you didn't take it as your if you didn't get if you didn't buy it through your season ticket, you couldn't get a ticket for it. Okay, I get you. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it, right. it was honestly, it's, they're just absolutely. All this rubbish about others oh, are splitting the support about Rogers and stuff like that. Absolute, just total garbage. It's look, Celtic Park can be packed tomorrow, so aye. You know, you probably won't get a ticket for it tomorrow. And there'll, there'll be people there, and oh, see, like the press and but that the people, even among people, will be amongst the Celtic supporters. They know will be sitting there, and they'll be choking, choking for the Green Brigade to come up with some stupid banner against Brendan Rodgers and stuff like that. And it's I not hope it's not done. It's not going to happen. Yeah. You know, you know I mean, it's, what's done is, what's done is, what's done is done. As I said, I was, I was as big a, an advocate of him not coming back. I said it to you before. I was disappointed about it. But I, I'll, I'll, I'll back the manager. I'll back Celtic because Celtic's my side and I hope if, if, if Rodgers does well, Celtic do well. So from that side of it, that's all I want for Celtic to do well. And I, I hope tomorrow that, you know, that the Green Brigade, because the other, the, the, across the city and the media in Scotland in particular will only be loving that notion that all oh, the Green Brigade are completely against Rodgers. And if, if there was one banner in the Green Brigade tomorrow to say something derogatory, that, that would run for the season. That would run for the season. You know, because if you look at the... The, the general media outlets and the bits and pieces that you'd see and stuff, it's it's like Celtic are the team rebuilding and the other crowd are 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 haven't haven't any issue. Do you know it's like oh no, no it's it's, just a, it's, a, it's went kind of vice versa, isn't it? It's as if they're yeah. 
they're the champions and they're just strengthening to get a, keep a grip on stuff and stuff yep. and Celtic struggling and all that yes. kind of nonsense. Celtic are struggling to get to get signings in. Rangers are Rangers are by far after winning the, the transfer the transfer window and all this nonsense. Celtic don't need players. Look at the team. If if Celtic's team was 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 fit and ready to go and they signed no one, they'd still have they'd still have Hart, Taylor, Vickers, Starfield, Johnson, Hattari O'Reilly, McGregor, Maeda, Abada, Kyogo. I know. I know it's 11 players, but I'm just naming two centre forwards there for argument's sake. Ah, no, I, I mean, really, you know, all, we, all we have lost really is Yota. Yeah, so it's not like ask anyone to name and the Rangers. The Rangers starting 11 tomorrow. But even, right, we lost Yota. Mayida's, well, for what we've kind of seen, Mayida's best positions on the left wing. Maybe Rogers says he, he likes him through the middle. If we're struggling through the middle, We'll, we'll play him. Do you know what I mean? If we need to play him through the middle, if Kyogo's injured or whatever, we'll do it. But Maeda on the left, Abada on the right, and Kyogo are all through the middle. And yeah. how how are we any weaker? Yeah, exactly. None. We're not any weaker. Do you know we're not any weaker? Like if yes, I know people will argue that oh, Jada was X, Y, and Z. Jada was X, Y, and Z in a number of games. He was also pretty poor in other games. Do you know? You know? I mean. I mean, he he was a very very good player. Yes, he's he's going to be sorely missed from Celtic, no question about it. But Celtic got twenty five million for him, and pretty much the top dollar I would have thought they would have been able to get for him. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I mean, yeah, he's a little bit better than he's better than Maeda, but I mean, for the, I don't think it's I don't think it's been that much of a loss. Put it like this: it would have, would have been a hell of a lot more. Worse if more worse if the likes of Callum McGregor had gone than Jot had gone. For me. I'd have been, I'd have been more worried if Kyogo had left. And you know how do you know do you know how or Starfish or, or, or Vickers or someone like that? Or if Vickers had been if Vickers had gone, you'd be like, Oh Jesus, excuse my friend, but you'd be you'd be you'd be kinda of going, Oh no. You know what I mean? Because you know what it's like when he's out of the side. So yeah, and I'd, I'd be the same as you, Mark. If if Kyogo had gone or or Carter Vickers had gone. It probably to me would have been more of a, a loss than Jota gone. I'm not saying Jota isn't a loss before anyone says anything. He is a loss, but at the same time, look at the bad and look at the bad now. Aye. I think, I mean, if Ange was still here, I don't, Abada wasn't going to be here anymore. No, he wouldn't you know have been. I mean, and I think reading between the lines and what has actually been said and came out, I think Rogers has put his air. I'm running Abada, said to you the other day, terms on the phone. He's put his arm around a bad and said, Look, you'll get plenty of game time. You mean you're one of the players I'll be building my team about? And he's another one that looks as if, as if he's like a kind of new lease of life. Oh, he's, I, a, he's a great player. And I said this to you, Terence, I know, and maybe people in live chat, I don't know what you think. Yota, Yota when he came in, they, his decision making was always questionable. It never improved much. A bada, when a bada came in, he was a lot better a player than Yota was. And if we can get that Abada back, do he, we don't need Yota kind of being the star man out in the left wing. Abada could take care of that man on the on that the right wing and even through the middle at times as well. Yeah, how many goals Abada scores from coming in from the back post? He must score four or five goals like that a season, where the ball is brought whipped in from the left hand side. No, everyone's watching the ball, and Abada comes flying in from the right hand side, and. Bang! It's in the back of the net. He's we we've all seen the goals against Rangers. He's done it. 
he's done it. He's done it other times at home in other games where he's where he's coming from the blind side. No one's seen him coming in, and he's in the centre forward position and it's in the back of the net. He was brilliant at that. Like right. so, he's nearly he's nearly making it a a two man attack when the ball was on the left. Mm-hmm. When the ball was within, he was he was in there as an extra an extra forward. And and Rogers, you're 100 percent right, Mark. Rogers has clearly put his arm around him and said, "Look." You're my you're my first choice right wing. You're my first choice right wing because any of the games I've even seen him playing this season, in the, I know it's only friendlies and I understand that he's looked really really lively, really really fresh, a bit like a batter who first came in. Ball very direct, straight down the line, looking to get crosses, looking to get shots. You know, looking like he's enjoying his football, playing with a smile on his face. I definitely looked a different player than he did for like a lot, a lot of the times last season. Yeah, completely, completely different. And as I said, the managers obviously have a roar, had a word with him and said, "Look, you're my, you're my guy for the right wing." Aye. You know, because I mean, and I, I mean, as you said, as a player, he probably didn't want to go, but under the previous manager, he he probably had no issue. Aye. He probably had no choice. He had to go. Like, Whereas that obviously thankfully turned. Yeah, just like a bit like Giacomakis. Yeah, exactly the same as Giacomakis. You know what I mean? And see, when you even go back to him, and you used to like you watched watched a lot of Celtic games last season, it was it was as if after long long spells of the game, we didn't seem to have a right wing. Everything everything was going down the left wing. It seemed to oh, be yeah, kind of, yeah. It seemed to be constantly just trying to get the ball out wide to Yota instead of trying to mix things up a bit. It was always going down that left wing. Oh yeah, no, it was. I, I, I'd agree with you. Whereas, like, about his trait was always, you know, the ball was came out. It was played into space, and he was he'd run into that space. And you know, like in a lot of occasions, he was first time crossing. Sometimes he'd get it and he'd run, and he'd be direct and try to whip it in. Jada was more your fancy kind of step overs and trying to beat guys aye, and aye. all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? And listen. People can cri- be critical of of a, of a bad as distribution at times, but but Jardes wasn't exactly you know world beating no, stuff either. Like you know what no, I mean? It was decision making, and that was one of the things that see when we first signed him, nobody had really heard much about him, and then there was scouting reports that popped up and the internet about him and stuff like that, and that was one of the main things that was. Looked flagged up. His decision making left a lot to be answered, and that's one of the reasons that a lot of the bigger kind of maybe like in the public and that didn't kind of take take him take a chance on him because yeah. it was his, and it, it shone out a lot in his first season. In the second season, no, maybe not so much, but it was still there. It's still how many times were you like frustrated with him, like trying one one too many step over, trying to beat what it was as if he tried to beat a man, then the kind of came back to beat him again, kind of stuff like that. Oh, I, I know, yeah. There was, there was, there was that, uh, there was that frustration at times that you just feel like you just get it in first time, just get it in first time. But yeah, look, uh, I think, look, I think Celtic are in a in a very strong position with the with the league starting tomorrow. It's uh hopefully it's a it's a great day. Obviously in Glasgow and any lads that are going, I'm sure probably Jabber's probably going to be there tomorrow, and Welchie and a few other lads. You know, and I just I just hope it's a, it's a good day out. Like you said, I hope there's. There's uh, Rogers gets a, a good welcome, you know what I mean. I mean he's a, he's a Celtic manager. Look, what happens happened. As I said, I wasn't happy about him coming back, but he's back. But like you, I'll 
I'll, I'll, I'll support him. I'll back him because he's he's the Celtic manager, and he has he's going to have Celtic's best intentions at heart, and obviously to win the league and win as many cups as he can. So, you know, should be a good day. Martin, Martin, what is it you do, mate? Martin, he's been travelling about. So he must see, but do you know what I mean? Probably knows players that maybe we've, we've signed it, but we don't actually know much about it and stuff like that. But uh, see, that's a bit protest, honestly. I don't know. It's, it's their dabber will tell you on, on the chat. It's not going to happen. Do you know what I mean? That's just a, a press of printed stuff. Celtic fans have come up with stuff, and other Celtic fans have. Kind of bought into it. They're just yeah. there's nothing there's nothing sinister going on about it. And even down to the fact, see if the Green Brigade were going to protest or anything, they'd pick something better or a mere kind of high profile. I I do you know what I mean? They pick a game like look if they're going to do any kind of protest, they date the more. The game's live in Skype. What was the point of doing a doing a protest or a testimonial that only it was only on Celtic TV and half the people moaning about them that weren't there were actually sitting in their house watching a dodgy stream. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They're sitting yeah. there watching it on a dodgy stream on a fire stick, moaning that the Green Brigade didn't pay £22 to go to that game. It's just absolute yeah. craziness. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, just go back to the point, Mark. Good night, William. Thanks very much for coming on again, mate. Nice to see you. Take care, buddy. I'm just trying to read the, 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 the thing, it's hard to see it on the phone. But is, I'm assuming, is Martin talking about that that Marco Tilloy? Tilloy, aye, he must be. But he's injured, isn't he? Aye, he's, aye. he's injured the new eye, but which is a bit kind of strange. But it must be, I mean, he must be a decent enough player if Celtic are buying a whale injured, I know. But I, I, I mean, I've saw videos of him on YouTube and that, but if you buy. Martin's actually seen him playing. Do you know what I mean? That kind of okay. Is he going to have a hard job getting in the side? Though? Do you know what I mean? I'm, I hope he's. I hope he's as good as as a, as a, obviously a player as as the rest of the guys that are there. And you know, the more the more quality Celtic have, the better for me. But I mean, any player that's after coming in so far, it, it's going to be hard to get into the starting starting eleven. You have to remember, this is a team that have won the treble. Aye. You know, it's not like, as I said, as we said before, without repeating ourselves, normally players come into sides that are struggling after having a bad year or whatever. This is a side that's won a treble. So to to oust someone out of their position, the, you know, it's it's going to be a hard job. But at the same time, there's also the other side of it, Mark, that nowadays, like it's, it's a, it's basically a 16-man game. You know what I mean? With the five uh, subs. Uh, with the five subs, it's so you know you can There's plenty of time, plenty of time to bring players on and give them game time. Which let's face it, Ange didn't do much, he didn't he? No, no, he 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 didn't he didn't mark he didn't at all. And you know, I hope for I hope that's the case that that these guys that have come in that they do get game time. Same as I hope that um. Young Summers gets game time. Young McPherson, isn't that right pronunciation? The right aye, back. Aye, aye. He's looked. He's looked a right good player. Like that, he he gets game time. You know what I mean? I know Rudy Vada or Rocky Vada. One seems to be talks about him going and all that stuff. I don't know how accurate that is either. No, he's only got a year to go or something. But you know, like with the five subs, I hope that 
these guys get time. But I also hope if some of these guys are coming on in games, I don't want to see. I I just don't want to see these a guy coming on for five minutes. I'd no, rather I'd rather no, just leave him on the bench. Just leave him on the bench, and you know if you're not going to give a guy probably twenty, like if Celtic are winning tomorrow against Saint Mirren and their Fargham's sake, they're four or five up. You know, again, there's twenty five minutes to go in the game. Bring on these guys. She's that, Bring that's when I would take McGregor off. Oh, I would too. I would be like if Celtic are Look, Celtic are comfortably ahead. I see what you were saying earlier on about right, Calm we're playing near, just saying near offence to these weird teams. We're playing St. Martin at Celtic Park. You're saying I wouldn't you'd well put you in the bench. I wouldn't I'd let him start the game and say, right, I'll give you the first half, Callum, but for two or three nothing up, you're coming off. Yeah, or so, so yeah, that's that's bang on, Max. Something get, like we'll that, get, yeah. We'll get, we'll get, We've got Real Madrid on Tuesday, Wednesday night, Calm, so we'll give you a first half the day, but then you're coming off and that's it. Yeah, I want to, I want to see how I want to see how young Yang is or Holland is or Aye. whoever it may be. I want to I want to I want to move around. I'm going to I want to get want to get game time into Turnbull legs, whatever it may be. Do you know whatever it may be? Just go right. Don't Callum, I don't need you getting injured. We're 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 training up, four nil up after fifty five minutes. Off you come. Give give some give some of the next whatever it is thirty odd minutes or whatever right. is left in the game or forty minutes left in the game whatever it is let them give them that game time and because no you're not going to see nothing out of out of any player coming on for five or ten minutes five minutes they're not gonna, they might even need, they mightn't even touch the ball right and it's even I mean it's like you get, even go back to like I mean we Jack Aitchison came on against Motherwell the last game of the season and scored his first touch and. Became a young guy. I mean, even somebody came on for the two minutes, even if they score a goal, turns it doesn't Disney mean that. And know, do you know no. what I mean? It doesn't, uh, it doesn't mean much really. It just means the boss felt in the box and they put it in the net. Doesn't you yeah. can't judge a player, even if they came on and score a goal in a couple of minutes, you can't judge them on that. No, no, you need Mark, you need realistically for me, for the you'd need realistically 20, 20 minutes, half an hour. On the pitch, easy to have to have some kind of a chance of having any kind of an impact. Aye, aye. You know, and and if Celtic are if Celtic are three or four nil up, that's the time you go up. Right, I don't. You need to sit down. I need you. You're. I need you in cotton wool. Right. Show me what you can do. Show me what you can do. Aye. Show me what you can do. And any any of these players that are at Celtic, if people are worried that if Callum McGregor comes off the team or. We just say Carter Vickers comes off the team, or whoever it comes off. Had Tate comes off, or whoever. If any, if people are worried, if any of these players going on, going on can't do a job, then they shouldn't be at Celtic. No. You know they should all be. They should all be able to come on and blend into the team seamlessly. Turn and that yeah. is one thing. Gianji's due. He was. He was quite good at doing that. Yeah, he, he, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Team didn't. The team didn't really change much its tempo, the way it played and stuff like that. And that is a sign you're a good coach as well. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, and that and that's what you want from, and that's what you want from Rodgers, and that's what you want from from obviously McGregor and Strachan and these boys. But thankfully, that whole template has stayed there. So once that's there, you 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 would you would hope that that shouldn't change massively because the. The main fulcrum of, this, of what was there is still there, you know. You've just changed the the, the head the head man. It may be the style he wants to play, but the the the, the way they play, as in, you know, the the simplicity and basically you come out, you go in. There should be no change. Aye, aye. And it, I mean, just talking even about that. We used to talk about how 
we read about how the like, youth teams and the B teams and all this were all playing the same the kind of way that Ange wanted the, te- the first team to play. So it was the, it was easier for them to make the step up. What happens to all they kind of plans now, do you think? Um well it, we don't know whether whether they're whether they're going to still play this inverted fullback style. Uh, things like that, role. you know what I mean? But I I would imagine, Mac, I would imagine like Rogers is a cute man. He's a sensible man. He's a clever man. Lovely he's coming teeth, into he's, like nice, nice teeth and tanning. He does, yeah, and a nice tan. <laughs> he's coming into Celtic, and they're on a high, and they're playing a certain way. And they, they, they like at the end of the day, it's tracking and and uh, Kennedy and whoever else is there, strength and condition guys are doing the coaching, and they're playing a certain way. If you're in his shoes, if it as a famously saying, if it isn't broke, what if it isn't broke, why fix it? You know, like so, like I imagine Rogers is going to have a, a slight adjustment to the way he might want to play slightly differently, maybe formation or different, different slight tactically. But I'd be very surprised if he changed the way that they had been playing. Do, do, do you know, because it's it, it, it's a winning way, like it's a it, uh, they've had a winning mentality. You know what I mean? The, but do you think the tweaks that he makes will be passed on to like a darn a day that you're right? This is get the youth to play like this way now. I do, but I also think, Mark, that the tweaks, the tweaks are going to be so small that I don't think it's going to make a, a monumental difference. Like, I mean, Celtic went from your mandatory full fullbacks down the line, blah, 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 to inverted fullbacks. Massive difference. They seem to still be playing, like Greg Taylor still be, seems to be coming in midfield, into the midfield, looking for the ball and stuff like that from some of the preseason games I've seen. But Burnaby seems to be playing the mere kind of, but we know it's a fullback role, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, he's got a, a horses for courses job. Whether he's going to play, depending on the game, is it going to be the inverted fullback with Pratt and Greg Taylor? Or if we're going for the kind of overlapping, old fashioned kind of fullback, it's going to be Burnaby. Um, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think so, Mark, because. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't think so. I, I think it's just trying them out because, I, like, as good as Burnaby has been in the preseason, like he leaves it, and he leaves, he leaves, he leaves like a, so much space you could park a truck behind him right. defensively. Like, whereas I, I said to you the other night when we were chatting, I'd see him more as like your, you could play him as a left wing. You know what I mean? Because he'll get up and down the field all day. He's got a good left leg in him. He's got a good cross in him. You know that that that's a potential option you could play, but like to play him as a full back ahead of Greg Taylor, if you're for for if, even if it's for the overlapping side of it, I would be I would be dubious because you, you because if you're going to play him, you need cover. You need you need uh, to if, right. you need to be two holding midfielders. I would think if you're going to do that for him because uh, he's all out of position. You need a winger that's going to track back as well. You need a Maeda there that's going to run back all day. But he, the problem for me is he leaves so much space there, Mark. Even in the, the Bilbao game, he was cut out so many times with the ball in behind him. And again, it's pre-season. And even in the some of the, 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 the matches in the, J, in the J-League that they had down there, and other ones, you know, defensively, they're, they're, they weren't as good as they should have been. That would be my only criticism of him, is offensively, yes, Defensively, no. Aye, I'd agree with that. Aye, I, and unless Rodgers can bring out the best in him, 
I mean, he's in the. It must be doing something right, Terence. He's, he's in the Vatican call-ups for Argentina and that. Well, he's Mark. He, he's an excellent player, doesn't in, in what he in what he does, but his his attacking mindset for me doesn't out shouldn't outweigh his defensive responsibilities. Like if he's if he's defensive if he plays that way. There's there's going to be so much space down. Like if you're if you're playing against Celtic and you've got a a, a right wing and just for argument's sake, the playing Rangers. I don't know who plays in their right wing anymore, but doesn't really bother me anyway. But whoever plays in their right wing, for argument's sake, if it's a if it's a Tavernier style player, and you're saying just get up there, just don't 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 track back. As soon as we win the ball, we'll ping it to you because there'll be no one on you. I, I I don't know because he, he for me he'll just get cut out of position far too much would be my first point and secondly has Greg Taylor done anything wrong to be to be to be dropped that would be no Greg Taylor's been was rock solid for the last few seasons aye see that's one of the reasons why it's like people people it's one of the, it's like people but I say people are a bit like oh we're saying a goalkeeper and they're like right away it's like we need a goalkeeper and a left back and like that and I'm like. But surely Greg Taylor's earned the right to be Celtic's first choice left back. He has, but he has, but there's also there's also comes with the the snobbery mark that I sent you before. Like Bar- Burnaby's a South American, South American fullback. Aye, aye. Greg Taylor, Greg Taylor, Scotland. Aye. You so if you if you if you if you showed that to two people who didn't really know a huge amount about it. They say, geez, your man must be, what's your man like? What's what's the sort of American guy like? What's the fellow from Argentina like? Was he, he must be good. You'd assume he's ahead of the, the Scottish guy. Because of, because of that snobbery. General, general, general like, oh, sure, the Scottish fellow, he could be better than the Argentinian fellow, is he? And he is, he's a mile better than him, yeah. In what he, in what he has to do. In what he has to do, he defends well, he sets up goals. He gets he gets forward. Yeah, look, there's no question. He doesn't have the pace and uh, maybe the directness of Burnaby, but he's uh, what he lacks in 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 that side of it. He's tenfold in defending compared to to com- compared to Burnaby. Aye, aye. But I, I, I mean, I don't I don't think that Celtic need to, it's that urgent to be good and sign a right back. People are all. But then Skins, Skins can play left full. Even in the Champions League, I mean, even even going into the Champions League for me, Greg Taylor. And the thing about to be Greg Taylor is, and it, one of the things was he replaced KT. That was not nobody. Nobody was ever going to come in and be good enough to replace Tierney. Do you get what I mean with the fans and stuff like that? Really, wasn't he? Oh, there's certain me, certain players like this. Aye, but for me, I, I do. I think Greg. I mean. I stuck up from even when everybody was slagging him off and stuff like that. But last season, especially under Ange, he's gained a. It, it was like a new sign, and he really was to give the guy his due. And for me, I think he's deserved his right and earned his right to have this season, the Champions League or whatever. I think he's deserved that right to be our first choice left back. Judging on the last season, Mark, and probably, yeah, the last season of the season before. You would have said, I, I would have said, if you were, and I wouldn't have thought I would have said this before, but I would know. If you were putting names on the timesheet and the team sheet, the timesheet, I was talking about Gavster, the team sheet, you'd be going, you'd be going, Callum McGregor and Greg Taylor. Aye. Two guys that, two guys that, without a doubt, like Greg Taylor's 
performances for Celtic didn't probably get half the credit they deserved. Because because that's, he's that's like because he's Scottish. Aye. Yeah, because he's got because he, and I don't mean that in a in a rude way or any way, shape or form. But like he's been excellent. He's been excellent. Alistair Johnson's been brilliant since he's come in. But he's got way more plaudits than Greg Taylor's got. Aye. Whereas Greg Taylor's been doing it consistently for the last eighteen months, two years. Yeah. He's really, really improved his game. So who knows under Rogers if Taylor can can he take it to the next level? I mean, don't get us wrong. If we get into the Champions League and Taylor gets ripped apart, I'll hold my hands up and say fair dues. But for me, he's earned the right to be the Celtic left back getting into the Champions League. First choice. I don't think we need to replace a left back. But Mark, but Mark, the Celtic team, with the greatest respect, the Celtic team got ripped apart last season anyway. It won't be it won't be Greg Taylor's fault if they if they if they get if they get ripped apart. If if Celtic play well and individual players have stinkers. Like if Joe Hartson goes and he makes some of the errors that he's making, or if Greg Taylor does start the game and the right right wing is absolutely tearing him to shreds, yeah, you can be you can be you can critique that particular player, whether where whatever whatever position it's in. But if a team as a whole does what they did last year and go toe for toe with teams, and the whole lot of them get hosed, you know, you I won't be singling out individuals. Do you know what I mean for that? Uh, but I. I I know what you're saying, and I'd be I'd be the same as yourself, Mark. Um, if it's if it's a player in the Champions League next next season, and uh, like Kyogo's playing, and he misses a hat full of sitters, you'll be going that's that's not good enough for a bad is missing sitters. That's not good enough for whoever McGregor's not get, McGregor's missing tackles. It's it doesn't matter who it will be. We'll, we you'll critique the individual at the time if Celtic play well and one or two have stinkers. You know, you know, but look, listen, Greg. The majority, the majority, the team that finished the the cup that that time, majority of players that are still there deserve deserve to start if they're fit tomorrow for me. Um, and then it's it like it's it's Greg Taylor's jersey to lose. It's 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 Kyogos, it's Joe Hart's, it's Anthony Ralston's. Whoever starts. That's their place to lose. And if I'm in, if I'm a right back and I want to get there, I have to prove that I'm good enough to play there. Or if I'm a left back or I'm a centre back or I'm in midfield, I have to prove to the manager. Because these, these are guys that have won five trophies in two years. This isn't a team that's struggling, you know? Aye, aye. That's definitely how, That's what we said earlier on as well. It's for one of the first times in Celtic's history where strength and faith, like the biggest height of power we've had. There's yeah. no, there's no, for really, I mean, there's no reason to worry about stuff, in my opinion, terms. Just before we finish up, really, I mean, what do you expect for this coming season, trophy-wise and even with Europe? Which, which are your expectations and which are wishes? Is there a difference in them? There, I suppose there is. My, 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 well, my, my wish and my expectation for the league would be that they win it. Um, do you my, expect that? Do you expect us to win I the do. league? I do, I, I do, I do, that. I do. I also have an expectation I would expect him to win a cup. May not win the two of them, but I would expect him to win a cup. But what I would wish, what I would wish beyond all is that they they perform and get a run in Europe. 
I'm not necessarily saying Champions League because the golf is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger and the draw is massive. You could get a horrific draw and Celtic could play well and they could get absolutely trunked, stunked by, you know, they could get a draw where they have fragments like a Man City, oh, and, and, and a Man City, a Man City, Inter Milan and Ajax, just, just for argument's sake. And Celtic could go and play decent and get 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 hockeyed, or they could get it. Do you know what I mean? But for me, if Celtic get into Europa League, I would want them to see them get a run in it and perform in it and get knockout state, get a win knockout groups. Like I would, like I would be if if so. I said it to you before, Mark. If Celtic won the league, won a cup, and for argument's sake, were got to the quarter final or something like that in the Europa League, or even the semi final of the Conference League or final of the Conference League, which should be achievable in the sense of if you look at the teams that are there when they get to that level I don't know if they can go down or not but maybe they can't yeah, I, know, I, know, I know what you mean by that just the kind of level we're at whether, yeah. I know what you mean whether we can date before yeah. doing or no just where we should be good night UD thanks very much for coming yeah. on again mate nice to see you bud but if Celtic if Celtic won the league won a cup and were, or someone said they got to the quarter final of the Europa League and made progress like that I'd be delighted I'd be delighted aye I'd agree with that. I definitely would. Two, two, two of the three of those for me would be expectations. One of them would obviously be wishing. You know, I, I do I'd think be, I'd be wishing for the treble, the champ, the Champions League semi-finals or <laughs> something like that. But no, but I, I def, I'd like, I'd, I'd agree with you terms. I, I think the league's just a formality. I just think that. When it comes to league tables, no matter what, what league it is, over the year, there's certain factors that just kind of kick in and there's teams that are just going to win the league, especially in a league like Scotland, when the difference in money and stuff like that, do you know what I mean? Just as a cup, one cup, and just any kind of any kind of European football after Christmas, I'd be delighted with. Just progress, suppose, progress in Europe. Aye, supposing it's even the Champions League, the, the next, like... Uh, the, like the first knockout stage and get popped out of that that's fair dues do you know what I mean but that, for me that's still progress having European oh. football after Christmas oh yeah and, and I said the reason I would say Europa League is in my head is to just be realistic because normally the top two aye, teams and, and even to be honest the, the third the third the third and fourth teams there are some of the third teams you could get a you could get a really horrible draw and it could be a serious serious side but I think in Europa League like Celtic need to Celtic need to make sure when they're in Europe that they make Parkhead Parkhead ugly to play in aye. horrible to play in just, not, just, just horrible to play in just make it a really, really like I know people might criticise me and I know last year is an exception to the rule but the crowd across the city made it Made it a horrible place to get, go and play European aye. football in. Oh, aye. No, and I, and, I, and all, credit, all credit to them for it. Do you know what I mean? They got to the Europa League final and people can criticise them and one thing or another. I know, listen, listen. last year they got destroyed in the Champions League and, I, and listen, I, we, were not, we were happy enough with all that as well. But Celtic, Celtic aye, weren't much better. They weren't much better, aye. People forget no. that, yeah. But, but they, they have made that, they have made that in... in as as painful as it is to say, they have made that a horrible place to go and play football when you're playing I, in Europe. I, I, 
I mean, we can sit there and be oh, slag off this and slag. But they, they got to European final terms. You can't take that away from you. No matter how they got there, they got there. But also, Mark, you have to remember even last season, and again, I'm not trying to praise them for anyone says anything, they went through rounds to get into the Champions League that Celtic have failed in numerous right. occasions. And right. to, to a lot lesser sides. A lot lesser sides. Uh, it's, a bit, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a weird thing that into the way that they, they have to get, they seem to pull these results out of Europe. We just kind of seem to buy a, buy anything into. We can't even yeah, beg a win in Europe the way things are going. But but it's like you said though, Mark. You don't hear any player coming off there going, oh, I was a lovely place to play. The fans are beautiful. It was a great spot with a great day. Right. Lovely stadium. Yeah, but you tanked them five you tanked us five nil. You know, they don't they you know, you'll hear it's a really, really hostile atmosphere to play and it's you know it's this, it's that. It's a, you don't want as uh, as brilliant as they are, the Madrid walking off with the whole place, uh, clapping and going, he was brilliant. That, I've never liked that in Celtic the way they've carried on with that, especially with Barcelona, the kind of again, birthday care pushes a wee part in the heat oh, your your ground's great, your stadium's great, and your fans are great, but I uh, was still pumped. It was no hassle, we had a wee nice day out like do you know what I mean? It's like a wee holiday, yeah. holiday camp day out for them kind of thing when they seem to come to Celtic Park a lot of these big teams. You know, so that, you know, they they just need to try and make it, make it an intimidating place. Like your Galat, not, I'm not saying to that level, but you go aye, to the Galatasaray and Fernabachi and there's, they're, they're not, fr- they're not friendly. Like I'm not saying, I'm not saying for aye, one throwing, second, throwing fight their, players, aye, yeah, I'm not saying anything like that. Not, but just making a, a, a horrible atmosphere for opposition players to play. Yeah. Back in your I back mean, in the, I've seen it as well the, the like. last couple of years, and it's like uh, Champions League games and that. See, like if an, an opposition player gets the ball, see, like if the crowd just get on their back and start booing them, and every time they get the ball, you can see the, the kind of walt away at that. See, like bringing something like that into some at Celtic Park, I think that could work. See, like in European games. Oh, yeah. Start, Whenever the whenever the opposition get the ball, just get that booing, humming of you mm, have to make it. Annoys, I make it uncomfortable as uncomfortable as possible. As as uncomfortable as it possible within 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 the sport and integrity of it. I would say. Do you know what I mean? Uh, nothing. I totally, I totally agree. I you know, nothing, nothing obscene, nothing stupid, but just just make it that you know that if it feels like the fans are right on top of him, everything's right on top of him. They just they, they just don't want to co- go back to years gone by where they just didn't want to come to play in Celtic Park. Why? Ah, it's like they can talk about the atmosphere, but oh, it's, it's it, like it's no it's no like a, a happy clapping atmosphere. It's an intense atmosphere, but it's good to play in. But it's, it's, it can get to you. It can weigh you down when sixty thousand fans are just booing every touch your team's making. About a psychological, it's into about psychological with them. Well, as I said, you got to be the genuine, the, the twelfth man. You know, you just got to be the twelfth man and make it, make it uncomfortable, as 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 sportingly possible for the opposition to play football. That's what I. That's would be a big thing that I would like to see come back. I'd agree with that. Hey, anything else, Terence? We just wind that up. No, we'll 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 we'll, we'll let it go. But... Let's talk to you about another thing. What's your prediction for the Mora? 4 0. I was going to say that, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll go for five then. <laughs> A David Turnbull hat trick. <laughs> no, I reckon, yeah. I reckon I reckon 4 0. I mean, even it could have been, a, I mean, Ross County. 
at Celtic Park. It's into it really that's a, it's a kind of given you'd like to think. Yeah, but as I said, like if Celtic come out of the traps flying it, and they should, they should come out flying it. They they could make it a very long afternoon, and they should make it a very long afternoon for 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 uh, for us County tomorrow. You know they should like, and because they won't, they won't, they'll, they won't want to be, in a sense, coming out to play. They know they'll be first twenty minutes. They'll be expecting Celtic to come out hammer and tongs, and and hopefully they do. Hopefully oh, they yeah. do. I'm expect I'm I'm expecting Celtic to be well up for us tomorrow. Really. Oh yeah, they should be. As I said, listen, listen. I would I would be the same. I would be expecting them to come flying out of the traps. It's, it's, really it's, it's just laying down your marker for the season, isn't it? Oh yeah, just letting 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 everyone know that we're the champions and we don't intend to hand this over easy. Aye. You know, Aye, I'm, that, I'm looking that, for Celtic to come out flying out the traps and. Just laid down the marker. Look, whatever the media know, this is coming out. Put their Dana Ibrox. So oh, we're that we're struggling. That, no, we're struggling. Nothing. This is who Celtic are. We're coming out showing that we're champions, and we're no get letting it go. Oh yeah, exactly. I'm oh, fully, fully agree with you, Mark. Fully agree with you. Right, I'll wind that up then. Ter, thanks very much for coming on again, bud. Really appreciate that. No problem. Yeah. Everybody that's joined the live chat, thanks very much. Again, I appreciate that. Everybody that listens back, brilliant. Uh, if you remember, please hit the like button. If you know how, leave a comment. And we'll be back on Sunday night. I don't know if Paul will be back, in, back for Sunday night. I don't know. Are you available on Sunday, Ter? Um, hopefully I will be. I know I'm, I think I'm going to Casta del Kilke tomorrow for, I think, the night or two. So I hopefully I should be, Mark. I should be. I'll, let you, I'll obviously let you know in advance, but I, I should be. Fingers crossed. Right, no bother, but that's, hopefully, I mean, their job are seeing it as well, this Friday night's pods and that. For this season coming, we'll be doing a lot more podcast and stuff like you that. You want to get your arse on it too, Jabber, you lazy git. I know, he's a big shake in the bucket, Terrence. He's all the time he comes on there, sitting there full of the drink, oh, I would have come on, and you're like, well, come on then, you big pussy. I'm gonna, I'll text him after this on WhatsApp, and I'll, I'll, I'll give him Dan's reviews, even though he can hear me now. He's an absolute big shake in the bucket, so he is, he's fear, fear <laughs> a big fearty. Uh, again, thanks to everybody that subscribes and everyone listens back to us. We really appreciate it. We hope you enjoy it. And anybody that's going to the game tomorrow, I hope you enjoy yourselves and have a great day for Flag Day. Hail, hail, good night, and God bless. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. 
This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel.